Hello and welcome to Hello Super Right Now. Yes, welcome to the show. With Pepe and Fiona. 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 I'm Pepe. He's Fiona. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Let me see my nono zone. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no. I am she, a Fiona. Yeah, you're. A <laughs> <laughs> I am a Pepe. Undecided. <laughs> Peona. Not, <laughs> Not enough evidence <laughs> for conclusion. <laughs> he is a peona. <laughs> a peona, yes. A peona. Unidentified. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I need to I need to know to which category I, I, I belong. He's delicate. At this point. He's because uh, I have not I am not sure. Uh, Your gender? We can, we can talk about that a little bit later, like about sex or like thereof. You don't have sex? We can talk about that later, about sex and or like thereof. Like thereof, most <laughs> likely. <laughs> um, so you um, you remember last time uh, we I I talked about sneakers. Yeah, you talk about sneakers. There is a pair of sneakers uh-huh. right now, which is like a of off-white uh, Nike Air Jordan uh, 4 uh-huh. but it's going to be released in a few days. They are really super... Are you going to buy them? Super nice. They're, so they're off-white so that means it's like kind of custom um, type of um, uh, sneakers. sneakers. They're really popular. They're going to go for $200 $200. but as, as soon as you get them they're going. I think they're going to be worth at least 600 because of the so if you don't thing. if you don't go let into me, the raffle you are i mean if you get to the raffle yes. and you get them you pay 200 but if you don't you most likely if you want them you will be paying 600 dollars no it's they are 200 yeah but, but if you uh, get it uh, on the but raffle but yeah but if you get it if you can buy them then it, the price is going to go up right away so you know, like we're talking about, like making money out of uh-huh. this. You, you need to be whoever on list. But the thing is that I never won any raffle. Like it's not even winning. You're a loser. <laughs> it's, it's not even. It's yeah, not every even. Every time you see him doing this, it's because uh, my tone of voice. It's. Yeah, very I'm bad. sure everybody's doing the same anyway. Like no. <laughs> no, like um, I never won. It's like like winning the raffle, just being picked, and then you pay for the shoes. Mm-hmm. But I never get picked because. People are making a lot of money on that, and they use bots to do oh, the raffles. Really? So it gives like different uh, IP addresses, email addresses, like hundreds and hundreds. So they can be picked and they can get the the shoes. The shoes. Maybe one, two, three, or, or fifty. How how these bots works? I have no. Clue. It just automated like if if the sales. Uh, I know what a bot like, is. Uh, like I don't know how they. So work. they do the raffle a few days be before. Uh huh. So they just go on and on and on and on and on, and there are like like hundred thousand entries. Uh, for one person that wants to buy a lot of them because they know it's going to be triple value right right uh, the same day. Uh-huh. So they want to resell them and make a profit, of course. And so instead of having like five computers and five IP addresses and five email address, different email address with five different identity and profiles, uh-huh. they have like this automated thing that are called bots that just do it for you. And they enter but the you raffle have to like pay hundreds like of how times. How much you... I, I mean, I'm not... I'm not that Technically, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that good. But I mean, I, I like sneakers, but I wouldn't go that far. Obviously, these people are, want to make money, so yeah, that's yeah. why they so take, that's why they, they go to this this extent to get the sneakers because they know it's good, the the value is going to triple r- right at the day so of, you uh, like of those? release. Yeah, these are really nice. These are really nice, and um, and I saw 
Nike um, that is going to release a pair of shoes I don't think I ever remember uh-huh. like a mainstream because this one was like a custom limited uh, I like, like the color like the, the off-white Air Jordan 4 uh-huh. uh, WMNS this is like a basically a limited uh, of, uh, yeah, limited offer limited uh, edition uh-huh. the other ones are the ones that are going to be released and uh, uh, soon in the US and it's the Road Warrior and it's part of the what is it called the ISPA um, let me see real quick uh, the ISPA Road Warrior mm-hmm. and I think these like I'm, and again I'm not there every day it's the first time that I see a pair of shoes at $500 like a, what? a mainstream okay, a pair of you. Nike uh, it's this one I mean this picture is not really great but it's co- it has like two zooms thing okay I need to show again and I don't see but five hundred dollars for for a shoe that is going to be available in store. So it's that not, means it's, it's not a limited edition at all. Oh so wow! Let me see. This one, uh. Road Warrior. Okay, show it me. I'm, I am the one who <laughs> giving opinions here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they are like futuristic for they sure. They are, yeah, very uh, futuristic. I like, I like the color. The thing is that they have like a kind of a it's toe, only one a color? toe thing. Like it's like a camel toe. <laughs> oh, weird. you're wearing camel toes. You know, yes, like, how like lucky I am. These socks that have like the separate toe thing. Yeah, they, they look like it pussies. look great. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, that's what camel toe is. That was the reference. But you know, like also... As well? A, a f- uh, as well, like a few years ago, it was like the... You remember these people? Like um, these people. What people? Like the shoe, the simplistic shoes that were only like, you know, like the sole. And on top, it was only like neoprene or something, and you have like the toe. Oh separated. yeah, horrible ones. And people were, were yeah, running yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, walking yeah, with these. For the beach and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, originally it was for that, but I was seeing that everywhere. Yeah, that was that like those what, six, seven yeah. years ago, something like that. Yeah. And probably. then it just disappeared. You know why? Because they're horrible. It, because it looks really bad. Yeah, yeah they're horrible. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not into that type of yeah. futuristic stuff, and I don't think I would pay five hundred dollars for those sneakers. Well, I, and that's like a good example because that's a, uh, the big difference uh, between a new pair of shoe like this. So we, they don't know how it's going to old. They know that you put, they put $500 because of the technology they use, etc. Like what kind a, of technology? A lot of development like this, the, the zoom thing, it has like what two it zooms. It's like it, it bounces back or whatever. It's super light and it's you pay for the development of the shoe and the materials and fabric and stuff like that. So, but they're going to release that, but you don't know Oh, it's going to old. Like if I buy that tomorrow for five hundred dollars, maybe it's going to be worth two hundred tomorrow but because it's in, because it's, it's it will not be a success. While the Air Jordan Four that was released like I don't know like um, maybe ninety two, ninety three, uh-huh. something like no well, ninety one maybe ninety one. Um, yeah, probably ninety ninety one. Um, so this is like a thirty year old no yeah thirty year old shoe, the Air Jordan Four. Mm-hmm. So that's a classic. It's a limited edition, and you know it's going to sell because this is a sure value. The new ones, you don't know. You can buy five hundred dollars and keep it in your closet for ten years, and everybody's going to be like, "Oh, this thing that nobody liked." That was so. If you buy, like, if you get the five hundred dollar, you will use them, or what would you? Yeah, do? I will not buy a pair of shoes five hundred dollars right now, at all. I'm if saying, I'm saying, if you could. If I could, if you yeah. Know, if you don't need to pay your taxes yeah, or do your taxes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I could, yeah, these I would I would buy buy them if I could because they're inter- they're interesting for for regular use or for your inside 
Sneakers. I would, it will start with inside, of course, for a few few months, three, four months. And, and, then it's I will, plural. and then I will take them outside. But uh, you're right. Uh, I need to pay my taxes. <laughs> I need to pay my taxes. And uh, I cannot pay my taxes because there is one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why? There is one thing about divorce that we don't think about. And, taxes. And, and well, or you I mean, did we, not we, think we, about. Yeah, we think about it, but the lawyers. So first of all, when you think the lawyers are not going to be involved and it's going to be amicable. So that's already like you know twenty thousand uh, dollars of your pocket that you were not expecting. So that's the first thing, and then you want to make it quick so you take shortcuts because you know it's going to, t- to cost you a lot of money if you don't compromise on some things. Then you make too much compromises, <laughs> and then when you He's ask, crying. and then inside yes, and then when you ask, um, so how is it about like taxes? They tell you we don't we, we don't, don't advise on taxes because we're not experts. So go see an accountant or whatever and of course you don't do it because you're in the middle of a freaking drama in your life and you're trying to hold it to the to keep it together and take care of your of your daughter and stuff like that and then tax um, day is coming and then you put all your information and I was used to get a return because mm-hmm. I was um, a household well head of the household yes uh-huh, and, household. and I was like maybe I think I, I, I read that I'm going to pay something because I, I I'm it's it's going to be a little bit different, but I didn't know it was going to be like that different. It um, it went from return to uh, over uh, uh, almost six thousand dollars now. Shit. And so I was not expecting that whatsoever. And um, and so. But are you, do you I'm think you're you're my, my ass you're right now? Like like I'm like this. <laughs> I feel like I'm you're I'm getting. You 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 think that you feel kind of like you have a five hundred shoe on your ass right now. Yeah, no, um, no. A but, hurting but, hole. Uh, no, but it, but it does, <laughs> it does hurt a lot. It does hurt, and I don't want to think about. It, but uh, I mean, you have to think about it because you need, you to, need think to, think about s- it. You need to. And I'm trying to see like if everything was done right or not. And you should, you should go for to an accountant or something. No, I use, uh, I use TurboTax. Turbo Turbo yes, well. It's but your si- your situation now it's, it's different. Yeah, it's been pretty good so far. I, I don't have any assets. I don't like so it's kind of and like apparently mm, your ass doesn't belong to you anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it belongs to yeah. IRS. Yeah, so that's uh ah. So let's uh, cheer our yes. friend Pepe. Yeah. Oh, d- d- you have a g- uh, yeah, f- feel good song for us, right? Yeah, but seriously, you need to subscribe because we need to pay for the copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Because I really like this song. I, yes. I'm not super fan of this group. Yes. Because this is the type of groups that uh, it's indie rock, the pop. Band, you mean? Yeah. But they they sing like very happy songs, and it's okay. Like probably you will remember well, this group. It's the feel good song. Yeah, yeah, I know, so. I know. But it's mo- of Monster of Men. Mm-hmm. It's an Icelandic group. Icelandic. Icelandic. Just like the Eurovision. Yeah, you're just like yeah, I, I, yeah. I remembered that yesterday. So probably you remember this song. If you don't, you can. It's the first release song. It's to oh, yeah. in 2011. It was Little Talks. Mm-hmm. It it got like yeah. it was on the charts at first place for several several weeks, and they won like a lot of uh, platinum certifications around the world. We can only do seven seconds. Yeah, we can only do seven seconds. But um, I like this song. And they won a battle of bands in 2010, so that's why they got like 
super famous in Iceland, and they only have like three what? <laughs> response <laughs> they only they only have three albums and one live al uh, live album mm -hmm. the first one was the one that it's it was really popular my head is an animal that's the name of the first album which is the one that has like a several platiniums records mm -hmm. and whatever and the last one which is the one that i you know uh found on I itunes because of my recommendations the name of the song it's wars and they released this album on 2010 yeah put the put the put the <laughs> put the ponle <laughs> okay then we are going to dance and you are going to not going to listen whatever but okay that was quick <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh, yeah <laughs> like yeah like yeah um yes i don't like this one <laughs> <laughs> you don't like this song why no, this is like typically the type of song like super, it's a super mainstream super um uh, super mainstream are you like beyonce who beyonce <laughs> yes Yes, I like Beyoncé because uh, she's uh, great most most of the time. She's great, and but this is like, well, I have a thing. Maybe we don't have time to talk about it, but I have the, <laughs> I have this type of things. Like, I like to like what people like usually. Oh. So I force myself to use to, to listen Beyoncé. To li <laughs> not to listen to some things or watch some movies because I know that in deep inside of me, I want to like it. And ev and, like what? and I so I force myself and I don't like it. So there is one thing and I don't know what is it, what it is. Um, I have this thing that uh, is never fails. Is I cannot listen to British music, <gasps> and I cannot watch British movies. And I love Monty Python's. I l there are a lot of things that I love, like uh, Terry Gilliam. Uh, well, There's Terry Gilliam Full is. Monty. Did you watch that? Full Monty. Yeah, I, I like that movie. Okay, and okay, train spotting? No, no, no. Train spotting? It gives me, it makes me depressed. The, the you don't know? No, you? like the, the streets the, of uh, England. And, and, and I lived in London. I, li I love London. And I love I British people. It. And I, I like it. I want to like it, but every time I don't like it. There is because no you were living uh, probably not a very good experience. No, there. no, no. It's since I was uh, since I was little. And there is no British band that I can tell you that I love. Probably uh, already lost like seven million British no, no, subscribers no, 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 no. and followers. No, actually, okay, <laughs> actually, so there are there are exceptions. I love Portis Head. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they only released like three albums, and the last and the last one was in two thousand. Oasis. Do you love Oasis? Oh, I hate Oasis. Yeah, I cannot. With a I cannot stand Oasis. Oh my god! I could never listen to that. So there are a lot of things that I really, and I don't know why. It just with few exceptions, and I know there are great artists. Like I, I know it's great. Like I want to like Queen? it. Queen, and it's. I think it's more on an emotional like level. I'm not saying it's bad. Basically, I hope you understand that. I'm not saying it's bad music. Uh -huh. I, I know it's great music, but I cannot connect emotionally with it. It's not with Queen. Queen is one of my Queen, favorite. Well, groups. Queen, Queen. I just learned, and it's not because of the movie. I think it's because of you. I just learned to appreciate it. Uh, but for a very long time. 
You didn't. I did, and I loved. Um, we have, what's the name? Uh, Wayne's World. Do you remember this movie, Wayne's World? Wayne's World. You are maybe probably in Spanish because in Mexico we we should do a topic of that, like yeah. how we destroy <laughs> the titles in Spanish of the, movies. the yeah. titles of the movies. Like it's mm. you. I probably watch a lot of movies because he watch. He has watched a lot of movies, and that's why But he's the expert of movies and whatever but when when he when he asked me i'm like uh, probably i don't know but then i'm like oh yeah 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 if it is like um, I, we we all have uh we all have this problem like um i remember um when i was uh, back in uh in when i was in living in texas i uh -huh. had co-workers and it came and it's the same same subject they were asking me like so when you watch the movies american movies do you watch them in english in french and no they're all dubbed What do you mean dubbed? Well, you have a French voice, voice an actor that uh -huh. that try to speak speak with sim same or synchronize it and same tone and try to get the joke right or whatever the the emotion the yeah. is an an actor for just for voice actor basically and and then okay and the titles and I said like sometimes we keep the same and sometimes it's yeah. totally different because it depends on the marketing well. Like the production company decides what is the best uh, title to market to the movie. To the in problem. France, it's very flexible. Like you can have a movie like, uh, well, it's an old movie, but a Bodyguard that will remain Bodyguard. It's uh -huh. not going to be the equivalent, ga uh, Garde du Corps. Uh -huh. Though in Quebec, Canada, they have a law that impose to translate everything in French. Uh -huh. That means that every single American movie needs to have a French, French title. title. And they come up with stuff, stuff that don't like make <laughs> any sense. sense. Yeah, in Spanish is the same. Like, probably they watch the well, they they watch the whole movie, and probably the, I mean the Titanic. It should be the Titanic, but I don't remember like uh, Die Hard. Yeah, proper like, proper name, uh, pro, uh, proper noun. Like they keep it like Rocky is going to be Rocky. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's, it's, a, it's, a name. it's a name. But I, let me see. Like, there's like very. Like like in Spain, the Joker, it's the Joker in Spanish also. Mm -hmm. But if you go to Spain, el bromista, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, the one that the pranker. Oh really? Yeah, it just doesn't make doesn't, any sense. Oh, yeah. But something like that. In in Mexico, we do the same. Like they watch the whole movie, and then from the essence of the movie, they name, they put the title, which so it has nothing to do with the title, the original. So it's. So why we were discussing? No, no, it it like I've I just to to circle back, but uh, my coworkers in they were always like because I was telling them, they were talking about a movie, uh -huh. name but from the early 90s, named Cool Runnings. Do you remember Cool Runnings? My okay, so it's a movie about the Jamaican team trying to make it into <gasps> oh, the bobsleigh yeah, 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 Olympic yeah, yeah. Games. No, I can tell you the name in Spanish: Jamaica bajo cero. So, so Jamaica. which means Jamaica, what? Under zero degrees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so now you're ready for the French title? Because it's funny for two reasons. First of all, it's because they changed the name and used English for the name in French. What? Uh, yes, I already lost. So, you lost so me. the French in other uh, French, the in, the title in English of oh yeah, Cool Runnings movie title in French is where is our tambor? It's in the back, but wait, Cool Runnings in French, the title is Rasta Rocket. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I had the same reaction because they were talking about Cool Runnings. I was like, what, what movie? What movie? Why so Rasta? And they were telling me, you know, like, uh, you know, the Jamaican team say, oh, Rasta Rocket. And everybody laughed. Rasta <laughs> Rocket? Rasta like, Rocket. it doesn't make any sense. No. Like, Rasta because it's Jamaican. Yes. And Rocket, Rocket because, because of fast. the... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Well, at but least in Spanish, it was something related to being the cool. Yes. In the cold. Yes. And yeah, Jamaica bajo cero. What the fuck but is that? But Rasta Rocket, yes. But it, it's something, maybe it's a true story, right? I think so, yeah, yes. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, there's a true, true story. story. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, something like this shit in Mexico, well, in Spanish, we, we come up with very weird names that constantly people hear now. It's just, oh, have you watched this movie? Like, uh, probably not. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, ah, sí, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Have you, have El amanecer de la tarde. No, <laughs> it's die hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, they talk uh, in Oh, you know what is the, okay, die hard is a good example too because, you know, you have like a lot of, of, of die hard movies. I love die so, hard movies. So on the first, on the first one, they're like, um, Hi, um, there's the opposite example actually uh, for an, an American movie. But so it's Die Hard. They think it's going to be one movie, all right? So they know, you know, they named Die Hard the first one, which is like in the, the high tower building. Uh huh. Um, Crystal Trap. Uh, uh? Crystal Trap. Crystal Trap because yeah. of the building. Because of the glass in the building, I uh -huh. guess. So, and then, of course, number two came out. It was a huge success. So number two comes, and now they name it Die Hard. And then, you know, for the years, it was not um, Crystal Trap. It was Die, die hard, hard, Crystal die Trap. Hard. Uh, yeah, Die yeah, Hard 2. Die Hard in New York, Die uh, Hard. And I think Rem... I'm, I'm, I don't know, because Rambo is a little bit different. But in France, it's, al it's always been Rambo. Rambo 1, Rambo 2, Rambo 3, Rambo 4, Rambo 5, Rambo... Rambo I don't whatever. know how many Rambo. John Rambo, Rambo... Uh, I, I didn't watch the last two... Um, but I think it's in in the U.S. It was First Blood. It was not named Rambo. First Blood. Yeah, the first Rambo is called First Blood. I'm pretty sure I didn't do the research. Sorry. Usually we should do research before, uh, but I didn't that. And then they called it Rambo Two with uh, with a title. So it's like the the opposite because they don't know what's going to be successful, which one is going to have a sequel. Uh, so we love sequels, obviously, for Die Hard and Rambo. Well, and you Rocky. should you people please sh send uh, comments. Put in comments like the weirdest uh, translation of if you are not from the US, like if you are from uh, where? I don't know. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway. and how they name the mo a movie that is very very popular. <laughs> yeah. Because I think yeah, I need they need to approach the title to something related to the to the culture. Yes. So they need to know like but how so to do sometimes it. like I yeah don't they know, fuck it up like yeah, yeah sometimes it's somebody that is head well, of whatever and say no it's going to be that and nobody well I pr the porn movies like I think there was a very popular one like the deep deep throat yeah deep throat. yeah in Spanish it's like garganta profunda yeah it's the same <laughs> yeah. in French is uh, gorge profonde so deep throat yeah okay so well, porn it doesn't apply that's from the seventies. Right. That's for the seventies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oof, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was born. At what? What? Uh, at what age did you uh, see your first porn? Very young. Like I'm sorry, mom, dad. <laughs> no, they know uh -huh. because they uh, they they knew, but they were. I mean, they were experiencing my parents. So my I, par wait, wait, just to put it into uh, context, I think we're talking about the time. I mean, for me, for sure. There was no internet. 
at all. No, it wasn't internet. No. No, no, but just to put it in context, because people think like, oh, what do you mean when did you watch your first porn? It's available right here. No, at the time it was not. No. It was river. The Go to the river. Some some cable channels that would would have that or no. the magazine store or. Yeah, or to you get, to get magazines or some friends and videotapes and yeah, video rental, rental so videos. I think my mom and my dad they were trying to keep the flame alive mm -hmm. so they were keeping porn videos like VHS yes. videos but they were hidden yes and for some reason uh, we wanted to take something from we were going out like I don't know what we were doing and my brother found something like the VH and he's like oh my dad and my mom they have this what is this I don't know, but then we c we kept them there, and then for like a long time we didn't do something. But one day it was summer, I remember, and we were super bored in the house. In, in the, the house, house so my parents they weren't there. I was I was in I I had nine years old. So my my brother like oh yeah let's watch the movies that my dad and my mom they have kept there for a while, and we start you know nine. like. I'm here to fix your plumbing. Ah, I don't remember exactly uh -huh. the, the plot, but then we saw like, <laughs> and I was like, what is that? That's something. <laughs> My eyes. <laughs> So I was nine, and we watched it. And then the worst—well, I don't—I don't know if the worst part is that we invite our neighbors. Like we were um, living in a really small neighborhood, mm -hmm. like the front, like the one that you have here in front. Mm -hmm. So of course we were friends of the little kids of my age. So I knocked the door like, "Hey, hey, hey my mom and my dad—they have porn." So <laughs> everybody flew to your house. <laughs> So everyone, so we did that for like a week or two. You did what? Like we were watching them, but because they had like five or six, they oh, were wow. animals. Wow. And I don't know. Uh, and did uh, we touched that shit? Now I am <laughs> thinking. <laughs> anyway, so one day, probably one of the kids, because they were like the kids, like we were, like I was, like just having fun and you know making not making a big deal of it but there were the others the nerd ones they were like oh my god this is this is a scene i shall tell my parents and you know <laughs> we call them las pelusas that was the name of these girls the lint mm -hmm. because they were always like oh shit sticking to us even though we wouldn't uh, you wanted to be a by a, but with them, but they were always yeah so yeah. i call them the lint <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah i know But they were like, okay, don't say anything. But they told their parents, oh. and their parents, of course, told, told everyone. Per se, I was have I already had like a very bad reputation. <laughs> <laughs> so everything started at nine, and my parents were like, Fiona, we want to talk to you. And I was like, okay, what happened? Do you know what pornography is? My mom and my dad were like, yeah, very direct. No. <laughs> so you lied. Yeah, I lied. Okay. And it was like, well, that's weird because um, we had four videotapes and we have noticed that someone keep watching them. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, I did. <laughs> I did it. 
But of course, they make a big deal of it mm-hmm. because the other parents were involved. Yeah. Because at, at, at least in my family, we were very open to discuss this type of, uh, well, sexuality. Of course, now that I am thinking this as a parent, of course, it's my responsibility to not to have this type of mm-hmm. of material, right? Knowing that I have three kids yeah, and if they knew me, <laughs> they should have known better yeah. Yeah. so they took their responsibility but because in this place that we used to live my hometown they are very you know conservative and blah 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 mm-hmm. so probably the, the other parents yeah they, they make a very big, big deal, deal of it so yeah at nine, at dun, nine. Dun, dun. I, I think for me and that's when i figured that i was missing something oh <laughs> <laughs> um i think for me I I don't really remember, but I know there was like um, in the eighties. This uh, I had a stepbrother that was seven years older than me, mm-hmm. so his only uh, objective and goal in life were girls, 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 basically. Which did you uh, learn something about so that? <laughs> so yeah, so for me too. So uh, basically, at eight, I was thinking like a fifteen-year-old, <laughs> um, and I remember we had this like uh, cable channel uh, that was the first one to have like porn, but it was like uh, you know cryptid. You need to have the the, the passcode, yeah, the you need to pay basically. But and and we were having it that, but the movie was supposed to be like at two in the morning, and uh, p- parents were out, and I think we waited two in the morning, and it was a big disappointment. Like the movie never came on, and I was like so excited to. Uh, <laughs> you were your, like this <laughs> for the first time, uh, but I have to say, like the the relationship with like you know uh, nudity and things like that is. It's a bit different. I don't. If we have like an American audience, uh, they should know. Like in in Europe, we have commercials um, with maybe not anymore because now it's like yeah, it's very regulated. But at my at my time, <laughs> at my time, I grew up with commercials where you know when you uh, commercial for shampoo, you see breasts, uh, you see uh, bottoms, like you see. I mean, in Europe, see, it's more it's normal. You see, you see naked people. They go in the shower, they're naked, and you don't see just the head, or they don't wear it. Like so, you used to like. So it's like I don't I didn't have a problem with nudity per se. Like it was not something like oh, big New, revelation, uh-huh. and n- not only because of TV. The fact that also in movies it was it was like um, normal uh, usual to see breasts and and have nude scene or s- sexual scenes, um, but you know like not without it. It was not porn. It mm-hmm. was just like showing sh- sexuality in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not feeling like super comfortable, but but so it was. And of course, when you go to the beach in France, uh, most women at the time also were it's topless. topless. And you see a lot of uh, w- uh, full of, naked of, of women topless, and then you have like you know, you know black black beaches, um, well like um, yeah nude uh, naturist uh, ca- uh, camping camp and stuff like that, which I, I did go so to twice. So you just just just. So my relationship with nudity was normal. It's it's a daily thing. It's a, like no, you but don't I was not I was not sexual yet. At eight I wasn't sexual. At nine I wasn't sexual. At ten I wasn't sexual. At at uh, forty three I wasn't <laughs> sexual. <laughs> sexual anymore exactly uh, but but it was it was there but i didn't i rom- romantize or make it Roman- sexual uh, in, my, in my head so it's make love for so you so Aww. so no but so then um i watched porn for the first time so i was probably 12 or 13 uh and it was a friend's uh, same like uh, his parents had something so, so, so i what i watched it and i was like 
<laughs> I had like my um, my idea of sex was different but what I was seeing I knew what was porn and it was just like oh he's the plumber okay oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm horny and let's go but I was not expecting something that was a little bit like a colder approach to sex because for me it was more like fusion yeah it was making love for well, you okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it not, it's not really making love but like as some type of more connection or something Aww, okay whatever connection and affection but then the same happened to me I don't one day I had the revelation uh, I don't know what <laughs> happened I fell um, on in the office and there was one um cabinet that was open and I was on the floor and I saw behind some stuff I saw like videotapes I, uh-huh. like, I don't know it's at your place or what at my place yeah uh-huh. and uh, it, it was my stepfather's uh, vi- vi- yeah, videotapes <laughs> and and I l- used to look for them I was like I'm sure he has some because of discussions and yeah, stuff yeah, when, yeah, you yeah. Have, when they have friends who were talking sometimes it was coming up and I was like I'm sure he has some I'm sure and I was looking everywhere and nothing <laughs> and then one day I don't know why I fell I was like on the floor where, and I saw, turned my head oh it's right here <laughs> like so then light. I could not wait for them to go uh, to be invited somewhere and I would be on my own at my place and I was probably 12 and that was just watching on like on my own but I was not even you know, touching myself at the time. I was not like sexual or whatever. Um, As for that. <laughs> but then, then the next experience was like an odd one. Because what? I w- odd. Odd? Yeah, odd. Because I was um, at a party. So I was 14 years old and we have like, you know, birthday parties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and we were in this big house. Um, there w- I don't think there was any alcohol. There was no alcohol involved. I mean, we were 14, so I'm sure people are like, what, 14 alcohol? Well, in, in Mexico, it's in very f- normal. In France, yeah, in <laughs> France, it would have been like, uh, maybe at least beer. Uh, but I was not drinking at the time. I started w- drinking at 22. At 43. Mm-hmm, 22. <laughs> um, but, and I remember they put the TV on, like, there. it was a big party. And then I went into a room and I saw the t- TV on and so porn. And there were guys watching and girls. Like 14 to 17. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, I was feeling like. So it was an orgy for I, the I, vision. I, no, I was, yeah, I wasn't feeling embarrassed. I was like, well, it's supposed to arouse you. So we're just going all to sit right here and watch the. <laughs> and, and, and I did. And I, I sat and I was looking. Because for me, it's not that I wanted to watch, like, I, I mean, I was still interested in sex or whatever, but just the fact to be in the same room with other girls, girls? and watching it at such. And I was like getting sexual at that time. It was an interesting uh, experience. experience. But I have to say, um, and also like, I remember we had like this, uh, um, this I was really re- reading magazines a lot when I was uh, younger. I love my magazines. I, I was buying magazines about mm-hmm. everything. And we had that this magazine about like the uh, video releases. And at the end, there was always a um, big page with a lot of covers of videotapes covers that were going to be released, but for porn only. Porn. So there were not, you know, like it was tiny, tiny, so yeah. you could see the breasts, and, and I remember like, <laughs> like watching that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. But, well, but so I have to say, like, you know, they say like porn for some people, it it gives you a wrong idea about sex, uh, sexuality. Yeah, I mean, you have to be, because now you have it in every platform. It's very easy to to have porn. Yeah, but now you have and like even, hardcore. Even well, I mean, you had it before, but like it's no, now it's, it's very hardcore. Yeah, like yeah, it's but it's more accessible as well. Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. That's like once seriously, no, I don't don't say it. No, 
what D- don't talk about outcome f- things we later. no i'm just i want to talk whatever i want to talk and what i want to tell you is like i was like 20 something mm-hmm. and i remember i was with with my friends and we were discussing all oh, funny videos blah 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 and we were bored so we were used to watch funny videos mm-hmm. because like 12 or 15 years ago this youtube uh stream or whatever it started but anyway so for some reason my friend he was looking for something and we and it wasn't on purpose at all it wasn't on purpose we found videos of uh people having sex with animals mm. yeah but it wasn't on purpose and and for me it was like what i cannot believe this shit it's just So and it was 15 years ago. That's why I didn't want you to talk about it. Yeah, okay, well, what, it's... it's we just like, okay, anyway, like, we don't have to talk about, like, when it's, like, hardcore, everything has been done, like, the things that yeah, you do not even imagine, no, I'm sure, what I mean, done. What I meant is that it was, if what, it 15 years ago, it yeah. was so easy, because I I, I am serious, we, we weren't looking for that, mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah, and, and it was we were, everyone, we were, like, laughing, and everyone was like, what? Is this? Mm-hmm. And then, like as I'm saying, like 15 years or 16 years ago, it was so easy. I cannot imagine that now the things that are out there, yeah, easy to find. And kids nowadays, everyone has even even as a parent, you put like many. But, but that messes you up with your se- like it can mess you up with your sexuality. Like I know that like for me, like I'm a sensible man. Aww. I know that uh, like. Uh, watching porn at such a young young age like for me it, it changed like my my approach to sex and the way i was so how I is was, your approach to saying sex? it well i don't have any approach right <laughs> now <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but you, you because everybody's saying oh for me it didn't do anything like my sexual life is great and but you have to take into consideration that we're all different and that exposing some people to that can can really mess them yeah, up yeah but not everyone not everyone but i remember i mean there's many my things that can change your yes it's, it's but like in my 20s the same thing like in my 20s like there was i remember i was at this french friend's house and for i don't know for how long he was showing uh, only like uh, porn clips uh-huh. and he was laughing and and it got like more hardcore and more and more and more And I was like, I need to leave. I was like f- starting to feel sick mm-hmm. because it was everything that I would not have searched and not have watched on like my own. Like what? And at the beginning, no, no. At the beginning, <sighs> I, it was like kind of uh, funny because I was like, oh, this is disgusting, so it's funny. But it's funny two minutes. The guy was going on and on and he, he could, at some point you could tell that he, it was giving him pleasure to share that because it was normalizing mm-hmm. what he liked. You mm-hmm. know, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sharing it not because... He wanted to normalize that, and, and when it wasn't normal, it by it laughing, was, no, it was it, it was, was sick. Oh, okay, it it was re- it was really yeah, but sick. that's why that's why it's very important. Like, and I really appreciate that with my parents that mm-hmm. they weren't so like very Mexican-like because we are very, in general, conservative. But they try to approach differently. Like I said, especially my dad. So we have to, uh, as parents, we have to talk about. I talk with my daughter already mm-hmm. about sex because, it, as I said, they have information everywhere. So instead of asking to a friend or yeah, whoever, or watching on, on YouTube or whatever, no, ask me. And I think I have do, do, done, like, I'm sure, but, excellent but job. But it started talking with her about the risk, mm-hmm. about the STDs, 
about uh, okay, that's the another, dangers. That's another thing that mess, yeah, yeah, messed yeah. me up too. Danger, uh, because as kids now, because of the quarantine, mm. a lot of pedophiles are out there looking for yeah, like in 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 the internet, like they know oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know that there's a lot of kids online. now online. Yeah. So I was since day one, I approached this uh, matter with my daughter. So it's like, okay, you have to be careful because there's this type of persons. And I, and some people is like, oh, but your daughter is too young to know that. No, I wish I knew this kind of stuff when I was her age, mm-hmm. but the information was different. But that's my fear. Like, I don't, I really, like, I don't want to talk about it like too soon if my daughter is not asking about it. But the problem is that I don't want her to to know about these type of things coming from another kid it's that was taught like some... Differently, some, or yeah. you don't know. Yeah, exactly. No. I don't want her to have a... Ver- I want to be in control of a version and keep it like, you know, uh, uh, in in a natural I mean, uh, way of... Instead of getting it from somebody that, that got like... Um, I'm, yeah. Really uh, shocked by something he, he saw his parents or anything and then he tells it to his friends... I don't want her to have that version of the story. No, but that's why, I mean, I'm not telling you or you guys, like, uh, just say everything. Mm. Of course, you you know your kid and you know yeah. how far you can go and what information. But I am telling you, it's very important to give your, especially if you have a girl, mm. to give information. And it make it, you have to make sure that it's you. And you have I to have make no sure. To just say. Yeah, you have to make sure that you are the one giving that information to your daughter. Oh yeah. Not a lo- not another person that you don't know, and making sure that you create the bond of communication. Well, I mean, that's for me the pr- most important. That I don't talk on specifics. I, j- I just say, when you want to talk about it, let me know, or let your mother know, because I don't want you to have a version from a friend or from someone else. This is something that you need to discuss with your friend because we want to approach it the way we think is suitable for you. Mm-hmm. So if you're ready to talk about it, if you have any questions or if you hear something and it kind of like um, make you questions or wonder about stuff, ask yes, us. Yeah, that, that's the most important thing. Because I don't I don't want her to have like this idea of what sexuality is from another spectrum. In, in, and we cannot keep them on a bubble. It's very hard now. It's yeah. I wish I could and I wish we had, I mean, the, the most, I, we have very, a lot of tools as parents like, we have this spy app, so I know what my daughter, who is um, who is she talking to, what is she doing. But at school, also, they have interaction with other kids, and you don't know. Even in my days, I have nine years old, and I watch porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I, I, I want my daughter to have this information, and as, as you said, like, no, don't, do not have this miss conception about sex but well but these are the two things like uh, that are very like personal for me because um i know that we're all different but i know that like really? porn had, had the, like a negative effect on my sexuality oh really yes like and, what? and for 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 two reasons and then uh, the std well the the coming uh, the aids basically because it was everywhere when i was young it came out you know in the mm-hmm, 80s mm-hmm. in the 90s well, it came out in the 80s, but it was very big and there were there were a lot, which was good, of um, of uh, information and communication and fighting uh, about it. Mm-hmm. But we, I am from the generation where it was like, oh, be careful, you, you might you die, die if, yeah. you, if you have sex and it's unprotected. And 
and so there is that fear already that is created, like for for, yeah, a, te- for a teenager that didn't. Eighties, nineties, yes. I mean, I'm like dead on that generation. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The first thing that like messed up uh, with uh, probably didn't mess up my sexuality, but it messed up my. Uh, um, um, my what? Your sexuality? Your perception? No, like the big problem with porn is the objectifying of uh, women, and mm-hmm. and that was a big a big issue for me. Because I never um, objectified women as a, a way to get sexual pleasure. For me, it was always like sharing uh, the moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. and? Well, I was raised, I know I talk about my stepfather, but I was raised by, by my mother, like, and she was my everything. So it was, I always had like more respect for women and strong women than, the, than for guys mm-hmm. that for me were always deceiving. Mm-hmm. So that's my background basically mm-hmm. so when it comes into sexuality and you are heterosexual and and the only thing that that you see all about sexuality is people on tv objectifying women mm-hmm. like it's really their sexual object like for me it didn't it, it wasn't like the the act of seeing sex is it was arousing but i didn't have the premises i didn't like the the whole script of uh, of the thing and which like created like some type of um of uh, questioning on if i am intimate with a woman is she expecting that from me because that's not what i want i mean at that time i mm-hmm. really for me it was really about okay you're going to like roll your eyes yeah sharing and fusion and connection um, i have nothing poker face so i was it so it it's not like it mess you up like deeply but it's it brings that, that type of questioning at the moment so you're not really present because you're always like wondering oh should it be this should it be that should well that's why i am i guess i was already anxious and then there's the second thing is stds is because um like at least uh, from um, me in france like every single day uh, they were all you know uh, you know put HIV. your condom on and you have like uh, shows that were raising money for the research uh, for the cure for AIDS um, and it was everywhere on commercials every day you know protect yourself protect yourself protect yourself protect yourself and to the point for me for sensitive uh, type of Guys. people where you have like so you have all these questions and then you're like Okay, should I put it uh, right now? Like, am I risking something? Uh, should I kiss her? Should I do this? Should I do that? Yeah, so it's way too much questioning when you're supposed to be in the moment, basically. So mm-hmm. it's so it was. So not, how so it how has really impacted that right now? No, and then there was the third thing, but it's something that I don't know. We don't talk uh, about a lot, and it has nothing to do uh, with size. I'm not saying that for that, but I experienced like quite often. Uh, condoms uh, getting uh, ripped during the act so that raised like some type of paranoia and scare in the 90s in the 90s well for me i mean for me from my personal experience Mm -hmm. so you 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 um like you you use some time a condom that was uh yes yes and and (laughs) (laughs) no no and on top of that um so you you know like yeah okay it's going to get really but Really I remember a couple of times uh-huh. where I didn't know it was like, oh, 
all ripped already and like and and it's i was like oh yeah this is like getting really good really better and it's only, <laughs> it's only at the end that you see you only have like the base the elastic and the base <laughs> <They all laughs> oh, okay that's uh, why yeah, exactly <laughs> so then you have like the fear of like you know pregnancy pregnancy uh, or AIDS. so you see all these things that are brought up like uh, it's, so it's it's not i mean i'm sure like s sex is not is not uh, is easy uh, uh for 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 anyone and on top of that as you grow up you learn what you like better than other things and you have what did you like what like do you think you encountered the same like fears like the ones like the ones that you were saying i think as you grow old, older you like not you don't care <laughs> like for many things like you're not as uh, self-conscious like about, what about like things. what from where you were 20 and now what have changed In well, that, in that personality, like you said, like oh, these these define my my vision of sex because that was for the last ten well, minutes. Well, I, I like for f like for me, and we talked about that before. Like, what people were thinking about me was really important. Mm -hmm. So that means I was in a constant uh, fear of uh, disappointing or, or not doing the right things. So I was like kind of stressed like even without so imagine this type of situations so i just wanted to make sure that i was doing you know what they liked i, I never was thinking about me which developed um i think for me uh, the the fact that i don't have pleasure if the other one doesn't have pleasure so, yes. well that's normal i mean if if i if i am um, having it's the opposite of porn like in in, in porn like the, the guy comes in I, i just need a, a hole and and do no, it and, i mean and, 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 i think a lot of people i mean for me it's the same i had i got pleasure knowing that my uh, partner. partner is having pleasure yes because what's the point of you being there if you don't if but that's the opposite of what we see in porn which is like you know the guy take doing his thing well, what kind of porn did you watch <laughs> I will. I will show you some. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I, I, I do watch porn nowadays because I have no sexual life. So oh, your from VR. Time, from time he to has time. a VR. Oh yes, yes, yes. And yeah. how is the experience? We, talk, we talked about it before. <laughs> we talk about yes, about yes, porn. We, we didn't mention yes. How like, is it? Oh, it's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I like, so I for like, someone you know for what, someone you know that doesn't like, like to objectify the the woman. No, no. But because you know what I like is like. I know. I don't know what you so like. So what I. Okay. I cannot hear me very well. Okay. What I uh, like is that both. First of all, like it's we, you kind of feel like they're right here, even though if you don't feel. Uh, oh, uh, feel. <laughs> but I like that it, you have like this impression, like uh, like when somebody like whispers in your ear. Uh -huh. So you feel that closeness that you don't have when you're just watching a, a uh, screen, the screen like, because you have the sound right here. When somebody comes to your right here, you can f you know somebody whisper. But anyway, no, I don't have like. Uh, Um, my sexual life nowadays is uh, almost non-existent, and and on top of that, it's really hard because I know that some people that they're always ready, they're like yeah we we, uh, we have uh, the Tinder challenge what happened yeah that some people are always ready like 24 seven ready I was listening to another podcast uh -huh. uh, the other day and and she was explaining that her husband is very different from her uh -huh. like he doesn't come to her it's not like he never ask for it, but every time she comes to him he's ready like he never says no. It's not like he doesn't want to. It's just like it's not his style to come and, to and come engage and, and, yeah. and do it. The initiator. Like for me, it's really different. There are really like uh, some days or some moments. So like I, I really don't. I'm like, oh my, no, I don't want to. 
have sex with myself right now. <laughs> but, but you know, don't ask, don't I, bother to ask uh, because I will say no. And, Do you understand? And sometimes I, I, I don't know if it's hormonal or anything like that, but um, it does change from time to time. Um, so I don't have like a constant uh, uh, mood or thing that is like really. Uh, yeah, but you, you haven't you haven't answered my question. What was your question? Yeah, because you told you were everywhere. Like, what have changed? In my life? No, in your life, like in, in your sexual life, like you say, like, okay, these are the things that define my sexuality that oh. are really hard to get rid of. Yeah, I didn't want to point, like, we have, you know, you have different number of partners in our in our life, and, uh, and you have some people that are fine to be, like, with the same one uh, for um, many, many years, and it doesn't make them wonder have I explored everything sexually mm -hmm. or maybe it's not even one one of their objective or one of their goals which is fine um, I know for me because I had like this type of like um, discomfort because of the way sexuality was uh, presented. approached presented to me and mm -hmm. and uh, the uh, the AIDS fear and and all this thing um, I felt uh, like in my early years um, that I really needed to experience with um different uh partner to know what was working for me mm -hmm. and uh and you you really have like different type of um, of women the ones that you know know what they like and tell you and do it and you have some that are really shy and and then it it teaches you how to you know take, take control of the situation and so, like mm -hmm. but um, so I, I still don't remember what was your question, but for experience, for experience, you discover wha what what you like. Um, there are some things that I w watched in in some movies that I, I was like, oh, I should really Do that. try that. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, I think uh, there are things that I've learned through the years is like first of all, uh, yes, there needs to be like some type of connection mm -hmm. I, it's not because somebody opens the legs but I'm, I'm going to be uh, uh, I need to uh, to to feel that the other one has pleasure whether they're lying or not <laughs> uh, because otherwise like literally it happened to me like I could not perform finish or perform or finish whatever. <laughs> I no because I because I was uh, and when you discuss oh no it's just like I'm very quiet or whatever it's just, uh, the second thing uh -huh. is um, the freedom okay um, feeling like you can be, you don't have any restriction and you're like totally open and you really like give yourself mm -hmm. without fear of what being judged, like, yeah, being judged, what the other is thinking is like really like just sharing this moment. And we don't care about anything that has been taught to us of the principles of what to do, what not to do. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as you respect each other and, and you want to have enjoy. pleasure together mm -hmm. and enjoy. Then you do it. That's that. Those are the two main things that I. If I don't feel like that, I have that freedom, but it was really like restricted, and and that the other one doesn't really. Um, maybe they want to to do it, but they are not getting really a lot of pleasure out of it. Mm -hmm. Then then you no, don't feel it, like it. No. Okay. No, not at all. Well, he, remember we have a Tinder challenge with this guy. Yeah, I haven't done anything. I mean, it's hard to do Tinder when you're like in semi confinement. Okay, well, send your recommendations. And and, and, and and the same thing, like different moods. Like sometimes I feel really lazy. Like I don't feel like trying to start a, you know, like a discussion to get somewhere. And, and well, you never know. I, it's you like it's know. an investment, but yeah, I'm not sure I'm investment. ready to 
to do, best. Yeah, to do right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, well. Um, but I do miss it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss it sometimes. Well, keep using your VR. Okay, we will discuss probably in some other episodes. And maybe about your sexuality. About my sexuality. Yes. Which is unexistent. <laughs> <laughs> We need feedback. We need feedback about these episodes, please, because yes. we are doing this because we like it and because we think we are funny, <laughs> but probably we are not. And no, it's, I don't it's know. really we to share. We want to start. A, we have a conversation, and we all want to have a conversation uh, with, with uh, purpose. With yeah, people that are listening, and and we and, you and it can give us ideas of the next topic and and things that you want to know more and about. Uh, and as um, we said, and as we said in the beginning, we are not like super good uh, English speakers but at least you understand what we are trying to say and if you don't we are teaching you a big lesson of life which is um. patience <laughs> <laughs> yes. and we are living times when we need to, to be patient yeah, and true. tolerant and we need to accept each other we yes. need to accept every background at, as long as you don't hurt anyone as long as your motto in life is share good things to be good with others good vibes good vibes you're welcome here <laughs> yes. so so let's wrap it for today and don't forget to subscribe it's uh, in the tiny i think it's in this tiny well, it might spot. Be change you know like in 10 years from now it will be different so how uh, do you, are you <laughs> okay. subscribe wherever it is at no, this it's, point it's a watermark it's yeah, yes, it's yeah. super Small. i tried to make it better but it's it I could not. No. So I think it's gonna be in this part of the video. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So click. Click on subscribe. Click and subscribe. Share. Share. Share and care. Share because that's the only way we can gain the audience is if you if you share and we can have and more. And you views. can say like, hey, we found some dudes that have daddy issues. <laughs> they have uh, mommy issues. They uh, have what? Mommy issues. Mommy issues. They apparently have sexual issues. <laughs> yes. They have a lot of fears. <laughs> They're they, just like us. Yeah, they are loud. Yes. But we are just people. The we are humans. Humans. <laughs> we are humans. So make things happen and goodbye. Yes, and we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Bye. Super right now.